Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Alongside former Blues superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Jim Callis writes about prospects for MLB Pipeline on MLB.com. And he's about as good as it comes when it comes to breaking down these guys. So I knew exactly who to call when the Cardinals announced yesterday that Dylan Carlson is going to make his way up to the big leagues. Jim Callis joining us now on 101 ESPN. Jim, thanks so much for the time today. Let's start with this. What should Cardinals fans expect as they get to see their first taste of Dylan Carlson in the big leagues? Uh, they should be excited. I mean, I, I guess it's a little unclear as to how much he's going to play right off the bat because this isn't a normal year. So the old, hey, you don't call guys up to sit on the bench doesn't apply when the alternative is alternative camp. But, no, he's, I mean, he's a very, very well-rounded player. I think he can play anywhere in the outfield that they would need him to. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a question of, oh, this guy's only a left fielder, so we have to jam him in there. And, I mean, he's, he's got solid or better tools across the board. You know, very young guy, only 21. Great year last year, 2020 guy in the minors. I think his, you know, I, this is a good thing. I go back and forth. Is he a better hitter or is he a better power hitter? I mean, he's really both, and he's got solid speed and a solid arm. I think he's a plus defender on the corners. You know, he's probably not as good as Harrison Bader defensively in center, but he's definitely a better hitter. So, I mean, what I like about him is, you know, and granted, he's a rookie. They don't always, you know, you know, star from day one. But you could really plug him into whatever role you wanted in the outfield, and, and he could handle it. He, he's a very, very good player, one of the best prospects in baseball. Yeah, I wanted to go back to the, the offensive side here just for a second. And, look, it's no secret that last year the Cardinals were eliminated based upon the fact that they didn't have enough offense. So far this season, although it's a sample size, everybody, again, talking about the offense being an issue – how much could Dylan Carlson possibly help this St. Louis Cardinals by plopping him into that batting order at the five or six spot in order to generate some more offense? Uh, I mean, he could help a lot. I mean, our question, I mean, we don't really know the answer to this is, you know, what's the lineup going to look like when the Cardinals get back on the field this weekend? Because it's, it's been so long. And, I mean, you guys probably have a little bit better idea than I do, but I don't know if anybody knows for sure who's available and who's 100%. No, I mean, you know, I, I think if you put him – you know, in, in their lineup. And again, I mean, you never know how a rookie is going to come in. You know, they usually aren't going to, you know, be, you know, you know, you know, at peak form right away. And especially this year, it's not like he was seeing any game action. They were kind of trying to simulate some stuff in alternative camp. But I mean, he's a very talented guy. I mean, I think he's 
you know, going to be. I mean, he has the upside to be one of the better hitters on the team, one of the faster runners, and one of the best power hitters on the team. And and given that their lineup is going to, you know, again, we don't know what it's going to be exactly, but like obviously going to have some holes in it. I mean, he could he could play a big role. We're talking with Jim Callis. He's a senior writer for MLB Pipeline on MLB.com. I always like asking this question, Jim, because I think it kind of puts a, a it puts into perspective what kind of a player somebody can become for our audience that hasn't seen him before. Do you have a comparison, maybe not in terms of like what, what he's going to be right away, but what kind of a player Dylan Carlson can be when he reaches his peak? You know, it's funny because like, there's some guys who get comps left and right and other guys who don't. And I don't know if I've heard like a great comp for Dylan Carlson. I, I guess, you know, I, you know, from a statistical standpoint, I, I'd probably project him, you know, as like a 20, you know, like I said, you know, like a, a 25-25 guy who can play all three outfield positions. Um, you know, he, he's, just, he's just a very, very good player. We're talking with Jim Callis of MLB.com. Jim, whenever he does get up right away, what should we be looking for to know if he is adjusting well to the major leagues? What's the thing that you, as a as a prospects writer, you, you watch these guys whenever they reach the bigs and you say, ah, not sure it's going to come come for him right away, but maybe eventually. What, what should we be looking for early? Yeah, I, I think two things you look at, you know, with any young player, you know, especially when they first get to the big leagues, is one, you know, how well is he controlling the strike zone? You know, I think he's had roughly, you know, two to one strikeout to walk ratio in the minors. You know, he's not, you know, he, he's not a chaser, but it's not like, you know, he's not the most disciplined guy uh, in the world either. Um, you know, so I think if he could kind of maintain that, then, you know, he's not trying to do too much. He, he's not getting fooled too much by big league pitching. You know, if you see it more extreme than that, then I think you wonder, okay, you know, is he going to contribute right away? And then I think the other thing is, is you know how much is he driving the ball in the air? I mean, it's crazy all the stats we can look at these days. But I would look at, at you know things like you know line drive and fly ball percentage. That's, he kind of made the leap as a prospect last year when he started driving the ball more in the air. And that's you know that would be the other thing I'd look at. You know, what kind of contact is he making in the big leagues? If, if he's hitting a lot more uh, ground balls uh, than than he has in the past, or that you, you want to see a guy again, that would indicate to me, okay, he's got some adjustments to make. So th those would probably be the two things: the you know strikeout to walk ratio, and you know the the quality of the contact he's making. Jim, I want to dive into some of the other guys who might or who possibly could be making their major league debuts. And you know, you got a guy like John Nagowski who is uh, not your typical rookie. He's going to get his first chance to play major league baseball. We got Ricardo Sanchez, Rob Kaminsky. Out of these guys that also have joined Dylan Carlson on this recall, what can we expect from them? And is there anybody that could be that, you know, that diamond in the rough that uh, ends up coming up and doing real good things? You know, the, the guy I'll admit I'm really rooting for is John Nagowski. I mean, this is a guy who's kind of bounced around the minors. Um, he was, you know, in the Arizona Fall League briefly. I think it was three years ago. Never been considered a, a top prospect. You know, he's put up numbers in AAA, not big power numbers. Um, you know, but, you know, he's one of these guys. You know, he's he's more of a, a hit than a power guy. But he he's really interesting to me. And I will admit, I, I knew his dad from when I used to cover college baseball. His dad worked for the Florida State for the paper in Tallahassee. So it's uh, I, I'm thrilled to see him get a chance. You know, Kaminsky's a guy who who was a former high draft pick, uh, first round pick back in the day. Um, you know, his big tool is, is a curveball. Uh, has always been kind of his best pitch. You know, I think he's more of a reliever. You know, Sanchez was a 
kind of ballyhooed international signing out of Venezuela, uh, Venezuela, not Venezuela, out of <laughs> Venezuela a few years back. And he, you know, he threw a fastball up to 94, 95 miles an hour, and he's got, you know, pretty good curveball at times too. I think they're more kind of depth arms, and you know, Nagowski's probably a, a bat off the bench. But you know, kind of cool to see guys getting an opportunity. You know, I wish the circumstances were a little bit, but different. But it's it's still pretty cool. He is Jim Callis. You can find his work MLB.com, where he's a senior writer for MLB Pipeline. Always follow him on Twitter, at Jim Callis MLB. Jim, we really appreciate the time today. We look forward to talking with you again soon, and hopefully we get to see some uh, success from Dylan Carlson here in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, it should be fun to watch him. Enjoy him, guys. You got it. That's Jim Callis joining us here on 101 ESPN.